0: Hey, this is Kurt Iles coming to you on the Creek Bank blog. Coming to you from the old house in Dry Creek. I'm sitting on the front porch where I'm most comfortable. I'm ready to tell you some stories. Now, in the coming season episodes, I'm going to be sharing about this part of Louisiana I'm from called the No Man's Land. It's about a 50 mile wide strip between the Calcasieu River on the eastern side. And the Sabine River to the west, which borders Texas. And whether you call it the no man's land, the neutral territory, the neutral strip, I call it the Piney Woods, it's a part of Louisiana that was sparsely settled into even during the 19th century. And so it's where my people come from. I want to share in the coming weeks stories that will tell you the history and culture of the no man's land. And to do that, I'm going to take a highway Louisiana Highway 113, and travel along it with you and tell you a multitude of stories. Now, Highway 113, it's the Louisiana Highway. It begins in Glenmore and ends in Reeves, Louisiana. It's a little over 60 miles long, and it's where I've traveled all my life, back and forth as I went to college in Pineville at Louisiana College, and now since i lived in Alexandria. Now, for about 30 years as I've traveled, 113, for the last 30 years, I've noticed this large loblolly pine that's sitting out there in the open field. When I first started watching it, it was open. It was pasture land, and nothing was growing in the field. They kept cattle on it, bush hogged it probably a couple of times a year. And then at some point, I noticed they let the land go fallow which means they weren't farming it, they weren't cultivating it, they just left it alone. And when land is left alone like that, trees are gonna come up. And what happened around this large longleaf pine, excuse me, loblolly pine, around it, these small pines started coming up. We call those volunteer pines. Volunteer pines are ones that just come up on their own. They aren't planted in rows like our pine plantations. Well, anyway, I noticed these volunteer pines coming up real thick around that tall loblolly pine. As the years went on, I noticed the trees were taller and taller until last year I noticed that the young trees are just about to catch up and pass the tall loblolly pine. Now, I want to talk to you about what I think that loblolly pine is It's what the old-timers would call a seed tree. It goes back to the time when the no-man's land was thick with virgin timber, with longleaf pine, and this longleaf pine band stretched from southern Virginia to east Texas. And our part of the piney woods, the no-man's land, was just thick with longleaf timber. What happened about 1890 is timber timber companies started coming in. And they bought up the land, built temporary sawmills, actually sawmill towns, and they cut everything. And once they finished cutting, they moved on. And what they left behind, as one old timer told me, son, all they left behind was stumps. Well, the sawyers, though, every once in a while, they would leave a long pine tree, a longleaf pine. And they called that tree they left behind, a seed tree. And what they meant by that is that tree, when the cones opened up and those pine seeds fluttered in the air, new trees would come up. And my seed tree on Highway 113, that I've been watching, that's exactly what's happened. It's the mother tree or the seed tree. And I would call the pines that have come up the children tree. And they have come up. And in the, end of the years, they have been recently, they have overcome. Overtook, they've overtook the mother tree. Pretty soon, won't be able to see it. But you know what? I don't want you to feel sorry for that seed tree. It's just doing what it's supposed to do. Now, I want to relate that to my life. You know, I've lived nearly 70 years, and I hope I have a lot left to live, but I am in a season of my life where I start thinking about legacy. Now I wanna say this about legacy. We use when we talk about legacy, we just think about after you're gone. But legacy is while we're living. And here's how I define legacy. Legacy is what you'll be remembered for and who you'll be remembered by. That's legacy. And it doesn't have to be after a person's gone. Now, my job in life is to be building a legacy. I'm that seed tree. And around me are those children trees. In my case, three sons who are now adults, nine grandchildren that my wife and I put everything we have into being around them, being every ball game, dance recital, taekwondo exhibition. If it's going on, we won't be with our grandkids. And... That's what we do, for our legacy. We want to pass on and spend time and invest in the lives of our children and grandchildren. I think about those seed tree, the seed tree on one thirteen. It will birth these children trees, and they will birth other trees, and then other trees. And I think about my life. Hopefully, my legacy the things I believe in, the values I hold, hopefully that will pass on to generations I'll never know. Now for about the last couple of decades, I've had a life statement. And here's my life statement has three parts. I want to be a man God can use. I want to be an encourager and I want to be respected by those who know me best. Now, Being a man God can use, I could do a whole episode on that I May, but I just want to be the kind of man that God is able to use. And then I want to be an encourager. I think it's a gift God has given me, is to be an encourager to people. And I hope these videos and blogs and podcasts are encouraging you. And then thirdly, and most importantly, I want to be the kind of person, the kind of man that those who know me best respect. Yes, I didn't say everybody, because I'm most concerned with the people closest to me, those young pines, that they love me, yes, but they also respect who I am. And that's my job during this season of life, is to be that kind of seed tree. I hope sometimes maybe if you're driving down along Highway 113, it's kind of in what we call the 10 mile area, on the south side of 113, you can see that seed tree. You better look quick, for pretty soon you're not going to be able to see it, because those young pines are catching up. And you know what? That's just the way it should be. I'm glad you joined us today for the story of the seed tree. We'll be back soon with other stories. From Creek Bank Stories, Kurt Isle signing off, saying, we'll be sure to leave the screen door unlatched for you.